0: Are you living a wellness lifestyle? What could it do for you? Join us today on The Wellness Lounge a step further and see how our guests and direction can inspire you to self-empowerment through a wellness lifestyle. Now, here is the host of The Wellness Lounge a step further, Desiree Watson.
1: Hello again, and thank you so much for joining us. And uh, I won't say good morning because you could very well be listening to us in... Japan and Denmark, France, Germany, all over the world. So thank you for listening. And once again, uh, we have a very exciting show, uh, which uh, we are always hoping uh, and uh, wishing that uh, we are empowering you with the balance of mind, body, spirit. And what we do... Is uh, we take it a step further or we'd like to believe that we take it a step further we're wellness interactive we have uh, the wellness lounge uh, located at 14 South Orange Avenue and uh, we take it a step further with education and empowerment we also pop up wellness lounges throughout the country so uh, if you are uh, traveling always plug us in if you can Uh, we're many places throughout the country. As a matter of fact, we just came back from LA, from the Merge uh, Summit, which was uh, incredible. So as I said, we have uh, an amazing guest uh, with us today, and before I introduce her, I'd like to just read uh, from uh, one of my favorite magazines. It's uh, Yoga, Yoga Journey. Uh, It's just If you don't have it or if you've never picked it up, you might want to check it out. There is a, a paragraph in here uh, which uh, Stephanie Snyder has written, and it's the master class. Well, it's about the master class. And it's, uh, the title is Depth Perceptions. So I'm going to read a paragraph. Uh, which I think is empowering. It says modern life provides a constant stream of intense stimulation. When we walk out the door, we're bombarded by sights, smells, sounds, and tactical sensations. Technology heightens the intensity of of our fast-paced world. These days, we can connect to others anytime and anywhere. But all of these external stimuli can leave us feeling disconnected from our inner life. And when we lack a strong and intelligent connection to our own inner being, we may feel fragmented or overwhelmed by all that we are bound to in our daily lives, which brings me to our Beautiful guest, which is, uh, uh, <laughs> I think, connecting to she's connecting to this platform in a really big way, and uh, it's Tara Gilvar, and you'll tell me if I'm selling that right, saying that right. But Tara, before I would just like to give uh, a little bit of background on uh, who you are. Uh, Tara Gilvar uh, is the founder of. Big. <laughs> and I mention that quite often. Tara Gilvar uh, is the founder and CEO of the organization Big, which is Believe, Inspire, Grow. It offers a visionary path for women entrepreneurs. It is a rapidly growing business support, education, and networking organization for women. BIG is comprised of a large community of more than 1,500 intelligent, creative, and entrepreneurial women who want to share their business ideas and build upon their professional dreams. The organization offers more than 50 local community meetings each month across five states, ongoing regional networking events, as well as an interactive and informative website. In addition, through the launch of BIG, Big now offers women entrepreneurs a strategic path to profitability through a comprehensive curriculum taught by a team of business experts. And Tara Gilbar is a graduate of Boston College and has acquired over 25 years of experience building brands and developing marketing campaigns. But uh, I think uh, you'll be interested in knowing how – and when she decided to make the launch into helping so many of uh, us business entrepreneurs. On that note, Tara, thank you. Thank you for being with us today. I'm very thank excited you, about all the information you have to offer us. Uh, well, hello. Hello
2: hello hello i'm honored to be here, and thank you for having me i mean i'm I'm listening to you tell me uh all the things that I, that are listed there about me. i'm thinking, oh my gosh, I have a
1: lot to do this week. <laughs> <laughs> no, we all know uh, I think uh uh great teachers uh uh inspire us the most and you you certainly are a great teacher for so many of uh a business uh female entrepreneurs. I would love to um engage uh with uh Uh, just the the whole navigation process of how uh, uh, you actually left uh, a, uh, I I would think, a a very strong uh, business platform, uh, independent business platform for yourself, and then uh, uh, just initially jumped into helping so many other women. I know there must be a navigation process with that. How did you, uh, or when did you decide to do big or to launch big?
2: Yeah, I would. I would actually say I am an, uh, an accidental entrepreneur because I would love to tell you that I was so strategic and brilliant in my planning on how to do this, but it simply wasn't the case. Um, <laughs> You know, I was an ordinary woman who uh d- does what a lot of ordinary women do. You know, I went to Boston College, which I'm proud to say, uh, because it keeps getting harder to get into, and the harder it is to get into, the harder <laughs> I get. Um, I don't think I could get in as some of these young girls and boys who are applying today are, are just brilliant. Um, but, you know, when I went to college, um, I didn't feel limited. I didn't feel that, you know, I could have selected any major I wanted, and in my mind, I I was going to be successful. uh,
1: For a moment, uh, uh, we're going to come back and uh, hear more.
2: This is the home of the top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success drivers. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. Family caregivers face some tough challenges every day in caring for a partner, parent, child, sibling, friend, neighbor, or even coworker. You are there to provide the care that these people need after everyone else has gone home. Family caregivers unite with Dr. Gordon Atherley will provide you with a social networking experience. We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment.
0: You're tuned in to the Wellness Lounge a step further with host Desiree Watson. To find out more about our programs, please visit our website at www.wellnessinteractive.com. That's wellnessinteractive.com. Now, back to the show.
1: Thanks for joining us again. We're here today with uh, Tara Gilvar. She's the founder and CEO of BIG, and uh, we are just uh, happy to have her today. She is uh, engaging us with BIG, which is Believe, Inspire, Grow. Uh, whew, can't wait to have her Uh, continue her conversation, um, uh, Tara. So let's uh, go with it. Tell us more about how you created this amazing organization. And I do understand that uh, uh, you feel empowered to help others, but uh, in your words, you basically said it's all about these beautiful women entrepreneurs that are really doing it for themselves too.
2: It really is. Yeah, it really is. So as I was saying, I didn't uh, create an organization on purpose. It was, I really kind of discovered um, a need that happened out in the community, especially for women. Um, One day, I was in, as I mentioned before, I was in college and I didn't have any limitations. And then I was very fortunate to come out of college and work in political campaigns and, and eventually on to a, uh, I had a very nice career in a public relations firm up in Boston and got to work on great brands and like Timberland Company and Sylvania Lighting. I even did the ball drop. square. Wow. And, and the reason I mention that is not because that, you know, to brag mm-hmm. about what I did, but mm-hmm. I, fa- I found that when someone said to me so what do you do it was very important to have those um stories or that credibility from uh, my association in my professional world i was i thought i sounded more interesting than i would be <laughs> on my own and um and it was validating. It was validating to say, oh, I work on Timberland or I work in the ball drop in Times Square and people seemed more interested in me. Um, and then what I like to say is that in 1997 when I did the ball drop in Times Square, um, I, it was an amazing experience and we had credentials and it was just wonderful. <laughs> people were always interested in that story. But I was also seven and a half months pregnant. Wow. And, you know, uh, so as women, we have these life-changing moments in our life, and for me, it was the birth of my first daughter, and it changed a lot of things for me, and I no longer desired to continue the path that the professional world, uh, forced upon me. Um,
1: mm-hmm. and so I, I like, I'm sorry, let me, let me just uh, stay with that for a moment. You said, uh, you no longer want it to continue the path that the professional world forced upon you um, is that is, is that uh, uh something that uh, you think uh most of women uh may go through because uh of what we're compelled to do to keep up with with uh, this professional world because well, that, I that is a pretty yeah. strong.
2: Yeah, I can't speak for everyone, obviously, because... No, 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 I know,
1: obviously, but you represent a a very strong uh, women.
2: Yeah, I do see a lot of that. I do see a lot of women entrepreneurs in the field that I work in now who are are choosing this because they don't want to go to corporate. They don't want to be... um, told what to do by other people. They want to have some level of control in their own lives, and a lot of it has to do not even about money so much, but about their own time. They want to own their own life and have the time that they want for the quality
1: of life that they're looking for. Which offers a great balance for our families, too. So That's excellent. That's excellent. So uh, after that ball dropped and you have this beautiful uh, baby, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I
2: I got off the path. So I, so I, um, I, you know, was very fortunate to be able to stay at home while my husband worked and and take care of my children. And I had two more children, but I always looked back. I always looked back at what my job was and the women that stayed in the, in the agency that I was in and wondered if I have gotten that next promotion or where Mm -hmm. would I have been if I stayed? (laughs) And, um, (laughs) And I still kind of defined myself. If someone had said to me, so what do you do, that that fateful question, <laughs> I would say public relations and marketing, even though I really wasn't doing that. I had to define myself by some, what I thought, credible um, place in the professional Position world. Profession,
1: job in the corporate world, right?
2: Yeah. <laughs> and it was a struggle. And um, I met a lot of women along the way. I was 13 years um, technically out of the workforce. I had done some freelance projects here and there, but definitely uh, not actively engaged in the professional world. Um, And my children were getting older, and then um, one day, I had met so many women. I've done a lot of things that a lot of women in my situation had done. I had done a lot of volunteer work. Mm
0: -hmm. I had done a lot
2: of fundraising for charities and things like that, and and met a lot of women that were just like me, people who had gone to good colleges and had been educated, Mm -hmm. stepped out of the workforce, and didn't know how to step back in without giving up the majority of the life that they held so sacred.
1: Right. And, and did, just one well, note, Tara, did you find yourself also using your skills uh, with the, the nonprofits to uh, help them excel or to oh, just yeah. continue to... Uh, Define uh, your professional skills, or how does that work? Because I know that I, uh, of course, uh, was engaged like that at you know one point, uh, just helping nonprofits with marketing, and but I didn't want to lose the skills. And then right. you, you volunteer at school, and uh, you're sitting there and you're going, oh wow, I think you said it, it told me the story about women, all these brilliant, intelligent women are running, uh, I guess the school. Uh, Bake sale with uh, right, right. ROI or something.
2: <laughs> right, I, I say. I say they try to the MBA the PTA. You right, know, the MBA uh,
1: the PTA. <laughs>
2: uh, because you know what it is. I mean, here we are. All we we've stepped out of the of the traditional. Professional world, and we're in new territory, and we're and we're trying to find a place to put our skills. We have them. We have these amazing um, abilities, and we have these skill sets, and we have all of this energy and all of this sense of purpose, and yet. We don't necessarily, at that point, know where to put it or where to start, and we may not want to be that person that we were before. We may not want to be an accountant. We may not want to be the lawyer that we went to law school with coming out of college, and you realize, or we may not want to be mm-hmm. uh, the career that maybe our fathers told us was a good career to go into, <laughs> and now we're at this moment in our time that says, okay, what is next for me? <laughs> and um and for me the the trigger moment happened, and I had shared this with you uh before was um so I had three children, I had my youngest in kindergarten, and I was driving my middle school son to uh to school and I on this, the bumper sticker of a teacher's car, read the words, "Remember who you wanted to be mm. and that resonated with me in such a strong way because I didn't feel at that time that I was that person,
1: right, right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That, that's gotta be tough, uh, uh, too, because, uh, I could remember, uh, something like that, uh, also happening, uh, with me, but it was after the second child, and I, I just had this sort of like, freaked out, like, who am I kind of thing? But, yeah. I could, yeah, who am I? You know, it, it just, yeah, you can lose yourself. But I, I think it's so great, uh, when you, uh, see this, uh, sticker, You do what? You go home and...
2: Well, it it hit me very hard. I mean, it wasn't a casual thing. I I really think I was struggling before that moment, and that was sort of... um, I took it as a symbol. I took it as a a very strong sign that I was supposed to, to act upon that. And um, mm-hmm. so I went home, and I had I I was sort of the connector in my local community. People knew I knew a lot of women. I have the Irish mm-hmm. gift of gab, so I went And the great to
1: personality, Tara's personality. <laughs> oh, thank <It's> you. <laughs>
2: um, and so um, I wrote one email, and it said it was entitled It, it was entitled We're Smart. And I sent it out (laughs) to all these random women that I knew on my email list. And I just said, you know what? We're smart. We have something to offer. We could do it in a professional way. It should have some financial attributes associated with it because women with money have more choices than women without money. And and we should come to my living room and, and discuss maybe there's a way to make this happen without giving up our personal lives.
1: Beautiful. And so, how many showed up?
2: Uh, Forty-two. Forty-two wow. squeezed into my living room. Forty-two women, and it was a it was a very transformational afternoon. Um, these women came from all different parts of my local community. Some of them I knew well. Some of them I had never met before. And we just went around the room and we asked each other three questions or four actually. Uh, who were you in your former mm. life? Who are you, you now mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and uh, and who do you want to be, and why are you struggling to get there?
1: Wow, excellent, oh my gosh, awesome! Did you find and, that some of the stories were quite similar uh and uh were they were some of the stories uh sort of reflective of uh family life, really, that we... Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: It, it was very reflective of what a lot of common women struggle for. And and as it evolved, I'll tell you, the women in that room on that first day, and this was in 2009, you know, largely it was women that looked like me. So they were women who were out of the workforce for family, mostly mm-hmm. for family care reasons. Right. But. As we've evolved, it really doesn't matter what the trigger moment is, whether it's because you, are, it's the children nowadays. As as we all know, and you talk about this, um, you know the trigger moments are, are lots of different things, but the results are the same. So whether it's mm-hmm. because your youngest is going to kindergarten and you're saying, okay, what do I get to do now, or an empty nester going to college, or whether it's health-related issues mm-hmm. or relationship-related issues, there's a lot of divorce, or financial-related issues, whenever there's a major shift in what's happening in your regular life, you go back and you question, okay, now what do I do? Right. And what mm-hmm. was amazing about this, and it was very simple and very, very, was that if we surround ourselves with women who carry the same mindset and want to provide a safe and supportive place for each other, then we can build each other up and we can be a safety net and we can take women from where they are to wherever they want to go slowly. And, and that's what happened in the room that day. That,
1: uh. Excellent. One, and you have, well, uh, well it started with 40 women and now they're over 1500. Uh we're close to 1800. We're wow. we're approaching on 1800. Beautiful. Yeah. And how um, many how many different uh, how many states right now? I think we're going into 7 because we're launching in Baltimore and Northern wow. Virginia and California this year. Oh my goodness. So what's the vision? Of course to be national and maybe global. Uh, uh <laughs>
2: Yeah, I mean, why not? I mean, yes. the
1: premise
2: premise is that there are intelligent women in every community in every part of the world. Yes. And that if we got together in a room, any room, with chairs to sit down in a circle, And shared our vision, and and we focus on the professional side of their life because Mm -hmm. you know they they have a lot of people that you know help them with their personal lives. This is getting them reengaged with their with the smart part of their brain, the part that they may not have been active with for a while. (laughs) And you and you provide first and foremost support. That's what we do first. We help build their self confidence. I mean, they've been back burner. Back burnering themselves for years they 've been taking care of other people whether that 's their children their husband their their own parents you know they've been they've been basically putting themselves on hold while they take care of and nurture um, other people and that's their innate sense and that 's what women do that 's what we do
1: that that's true I say uh, you know uh, it, it doesn't matter um, well, well i'm just being slightly sarcastic but uh, we are chief domestic officers, but it doesn't yes. mean that we're not intelligent officers. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. We're, while we're doing all these amazing things, and to your point about uh, you're working with the intelligent side of the brain, uh, something will happen where we will need to put on that chief domestic hat. And uh, you have a beautiful story I'm hoping you, you won't mind sharing. Uh, and I have something similar, but I want you to share being off, uh, I don't know, in Europe or somewhere and, and you get that call.
2: Oh, oh the, the story. Oh, yeah, that's right. It, it was the washing machine, actually. So, um, I mean, it's, it, it's women, and you know what? It's, it's sad to say, but in some ways, we, as much as it's a difficult call to take, we want to be the center of our domestic world at right. all times.
1: Anyway, <laughs> I love that? See that's that's real. That's absolutely but, real. I but, mean, you know, there, there are moments you're, you're saying, "What? Are you kidding me?" Because oh, I, yeah, yeah, I was so, just in Norway, as you know, we went on this uh, amazing global. Uh, leading women entrepreneurs trip in in Norway and we're up on the top of the mountain and I get this call (laughs) it's my husband or my daughter saying well dad said uh where's the number the dishwasher's broken where's the telephone number and then your story is just even more incredible but beautiful and we take the call and we do that meanwhile
2: we're trying to conquer the world I know, I know. You know, it's like excuse me, I have to take this call while I'm on top of the world. It's, it is it is ironic. But at the same time, you know that if you come home and you weren't part of that decision, you'd have to redo everything anyway. <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> um, listen on that. No, when you're empowering uh business women and uh, you have so many amazing people that come in by the way, too, professional folks uh, folks to speak to the you know, women and of course they're running uh, a number of different meetings in the seven states. When you're doing this, what uh, what's the whole navigation process? What's sure. the platform you're presenting?
2: Well, what we, we started off, as I mentioned, we, everything goes back to that day in 2009 in my living room and what happened there. What happened in that room was that there was a woman who came from a big professional career in New York City. Um, she, had a, she was a primary breadwinner of her family. She had three children, and she... Um, She got divorced. So, you know, her her husband came, she came home one day and he said, I I want a divorce. And so it rocked her world. She had to quit her job. They had to sell her house. And so everything she knew about her life up to that point Hmm. was changed. Hmm. And so that was when we asked the question, who were you? That's who she was. And then the second question, so what do you, you know, who are you now? And she had to make money. She had to make money to pay the bills. It was a a logistic necessity. And so she said, and she was not ashamed or, or demeaning of this at, uh, in any way, but uh, what she did at that time was she walked dogs, and she said that actually was a sweet thing because they were always happy to see her and gave her unconditional oh. love. Oh
1: wow! Uh, wow! Uh, for her,
2: that wasn't a career choice or that wasn't a, jo- a life fulfillment. It was walking her dog walking was a necessity for her, and what she would say is that it wasn't that she was a, that she felt worse than she was when she had a big executive title, but that people treated her differently. That right. people. That it was how people perceived her differently. She was the mm-hmm. same person, but then they, they looked a little bit down on her. I remember she told us the story of, you know, one man wanted to hire us a, a few extra days to come in and flush his toilets for her <sighs> while he was away. Wow. And, you know, wow. Uh, that's, a hard, that's a hard thing to swallow. And um, yeah. So we, asked, so we said, well, what do you want to be? You know, let's pretend that you had no obstacles. What would you want to do? And she started to cry because she said, I always had it in my mind. My fantasy, since I was a child, was to open my own bridal shop.
1: Wow. And beautiful.
2: So it, it was. And, and she said she that was her nurturing. She wanted to embellish the dresses of all her friends. And <laughs> um, and, and she loved the idea. It was I- ironic that here she was after a bad divorce and still embracing the idea yeah, of a idea wonderful of wedding. And a,
1: yeah. yeah, not that something? Wow. Wow. That, that, I love that story, um, but I also want to uh, just go back a moment to what happened with her, with, the uh, you know, of course, the gentleman being, uh, I, I, well, I won't say that again, but what I will uh, uh, say or, or want to know more about or if you have heard of any experiences or engaged with the women where we are not treating each other well or empowering each other. Because sometimes I think, uh, uh, you know, men have their way, but they're men. But yeah. uh, when it comes yeah. to us, we really do need to uh, take it a step further or step it up a bit because we do have a tendency to do much of what this gentleman just did.
2: Yeah, well, it's interesting because um, I think what happens and what, I, uh, what I've observed is that women who um, work in, in work environments and feel that they have to be like a man in terms Mm. of transactional or, or be, or, or show their power or, Mm -hmm. or exert their, you know, their strength in a very aggressive manner. Mm -hmm. Um, they tend to be, you know, the antithesis of what we should be as women for each other. And so, um, yeah, I think out there in the world, there's a lot of backbiting and cat scratching and cat, you know, cat fighting Mm -hmm. among women. Mm -hmm. And I remember a couple times in meetings, women would say, I say, you know, this creates a very safe and supportive environment where you can be vulnerable. It's the place where you're allowed to share that things aren't going so well out there in the world. Right,
1: exactly. This is your support
2: place. And one woman raised her hand and she said, well, how do you know that I'm going to share something and that some woman isn't number one, going to steal my idea and that some woman isn't
1: going you know, to, so you know, it's so hard to embrace that. But there are a lot of women in that place. I, I yeah, yeah. I've experienced that myself. I just, I just, you know, honestly, for me, I feel that it's just a, just they're very insecure. And so I, I'm looking at how can you empower women to just be secure with who we are? I mean, we're, We've got yeah. a lot of stress there. Tara, yeah, well, what, do you, what do you
2: think? Well, I, what, I've, what I've observed with, with my organization as it grew, and, and, and it was a difficult thing because we didn't know originally if this could replicate in other markets. We knew that we could keep a safe, supportive environment in the rooms we were in, but could that translate in other towns where we don't even live or we've never visited? Mm-hmm. And what I realized is that if you create a culture of safe and supportive uh, environments for women. And the women who adopt that culture uh, support that concept. They're going to keep it sacred. They're yes. <laughs> going to keep it sacred. And so they are the guards of the culture. And yes. so even though there are you know meetings that happen in Chicago and, and California where, where we're not there to oversee them, the mm-hmm. women want that. They want that safe environment. They want that... Uh, I remember reading the book, The Red Tent. You know, mm-hmm. they want to feel that place where women support each other and nurture each other and care for each other. And when women come in, and I call them, you know, Negative Nellie or Debbie Downer, you know, yes. the room, <laughs> they, they get pushed aside or, a little bit when they start saying no to things and, and, mm-hmm. and are guarded. And, and they don't get to embrace the benefits of the rest of the women in the room, and they lose out. And they yeah. eventually bow out of the organization because it's not a fit for them because they don't have that trust that this right. thing could really be that safe They're enough. They're still doing supportive.
1: work with themselves or they should yeah. be at least. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, wow, that's that's so empowering. Let's um for a moment uh, Tara, let's speak about um, that whole uh, wellness com- component of uh, we you know, we can uh, empower ourselves and run businesses and we're extremely intelligent we have all that but then you know it's, it's that uh, foundation of uh, making sure that we're always well because this month is uh, of course uh, Ovarian uh, Cancer right. Awareness Month for women uh, all over the world for that matter for I mean, right. in this country of course uh, the president uh, has always made you know September is uh, Ovarian Cancer Awareness Month so when you're working with so many powerful women and doesn't uh, and i think you mentioned this before it really is not the uh, monetary value of uh, you know being empowered it doesn't matter if they're running a 100 billion dollar company or they uh, have a 100 thousand dollar business how do you um, uh, uh or, or or let me uh, say what do you get back from them uh, that uh, connects that whole balance of mind, body, spirit when you're creating that safe zone or they're creating, creating that safe zone? What do you think empowers them the most to um, keep that balance of being well? Because I think that's what's being well, connecting all three of those, mind, Absolutely. body, spirit. Uh, yeah.
2: Again. I mean, it, it really, I mean, at the end of the day, if you're missing one element of those, then your life is not whole. I mean, and, right. and that's the reality. And, and we all are, are out there seeking what I like to say is a quality of life, you know, and the quality right. of life has that balance. And, um, you know, for different women, different parts of it are going to feel more important to each other. But when, when we're in an organization meeting, um, we fill each other's cup in a way that, It's very difficult to explain. We're, We're talking about our dreams and our goals and our lives, and we have to factor in everything that goes into that equation. I mean, I have women who are successful women entrepreneurs. We just did a book called Blossom where we highlighted women and their struggles. And one woman has a severely handicapped son. And you would have thought that that would have held her back, but it didn't. He Mm -hmm. inspires her to start her business, to to move forward. And um, another woman um, wanted to do something very important with her life. She was a massage therapist, Mm -hmm. and she really, through the stories of the other women in big that she heard and everybody accelerating their dream and their goal to the highest possible level, took it upon herself to say, how can I take what I'm doing and take it to a much higher plane? What could I do? And she actually decided that the thing that fulfilled her was to donate, altruistically donate her kidney. I mean, I mean, talk about dreams. But she wanted to give, she wanted to leave the planet, giving something very important back. And she didn't want to have another child. So the the next best thing she could do to give life was to give her kidney. And she did it as a result of hearing each other's stories and these women pushing each other to go for their dreams. Oh my gosh. And in the context of their reality, right yes absolutely of your reality so you know everything what is reality for us it's family care it's health it's financial it's all of those things it's you know looking at the signs and the symbols that that the divine offer us whatever you view that as yes. saying, yeah you know,
1: wow i'm here for a
2: purpose and i want to make uh-huh. sure that i that i gave it the best shot at at, at fulfilling that purpose while i'm here and it's really important what i see with the women and one of the things that really motivates them is when mm-hmm. we say to them what do your daughters think yes you know yes
1: yes, i love that. you know yes. we
2: might limit our own dis- our own view of the world but we don't mm-hmm. want our daughters to limit their view of the world and we're the best example they have you know exactly so,
1: exactly that's so funny you, you mentioned that because uh uh, sometimes we, we also may not be prepared <laughs> to hear what our daughters think. You know? no. <laughs> I say that also in a positive way because, you know, my daughters are out uh, on the West Coast, and I, I remember my daughter saying to me, Oh, Mom, when you come in, you know, we're going to have dinner, and it's going to be like, Ten people or ten, eight, ten folks there—women, young girls, and, and a couple of guys or whatever. But I was sort of thrown back. I said, "Really?" She said, "Oh yeah, they all want to meet you. We're going to have dinner." I said, really? Oh, really? Nice. <laughs> I'm like, "Are you kidding?" Oh no, mom. Yes, yes, they—they they love you. And I said, "Well, I only spoke to them once on the phone, but the point was for me, it was empowering because." I went out to dinner with uh, these young ladies who are in college, and it was just absolutely empowering. I wanted to meet their mothers. That's how Hmm. great they were. So it is this whole, I'm thinking, some type of legacy that we need to leave uh, our daughters, our daughters, but also uh, the the ladies, the young ladies of of the world. We've got to uh, embrace them with uh, uh, knowing that uh, we (laughs) – are empowered to do more and we can, especially the yeah. intelligence of it.
2: Absolutely. absolutely, And and we see it all the time. And I think that's, you know, when you, when you get off the track of your own life and you're trying to get back on, sometimes you, it's easy to just stay off the track because, you know, you hit an obstacle if you don't have your self-confidence all in order, and who does, you know? Right, who day. does? We're always <laughs> um, a work
1: in progress, right?
2: Yeah, we're a work in progress. But if you can pull your strength from the woman next to you and they say something to you that makes you feel, Empowered or or valid, or gives you something that says maybe I could make one more phone call, or maybe I could try this one more time, or maybe I maybe I could do that, um, mm-hmm. and that's what happened to the woman that I mentioned before who was wanting to open the bridal shop. The women surrounded her and said, mm-hmm. "You can do this," and she yes. sat up higher in her chair and. Oh, chair I love it. After, one year, one year after in my being in my living room, she opened up her bridal shop, oh, and that goodness. to me is one of the most successful things that we could ever have offered. I mean, who mm-hmm. knew about the kidney at the time? But at the time, that was our success story. That she felt enough support from the women in that room to move
1: one step further, and that one mm-hmm. step went ten more and twenty more. Right. Seconds. Yeah, and, and, you know, and that's such. Um, you know, that's a good point too because. Uh, I think also um, uh, embracing uh, a big, you know, in a big way, you have a built in support system. So no matter what you're doing, you're always engaging with women in business and uh, they're going to, I would think, uh, support you no matter what. So bottom line, uh, I have a daughter who's getting married. Well, yeah, I'd love to know who this woman is. <laughs> oh, yeah. well, I, I would love to know easy. where the bridal shop is, that type of thing. You know, it's right. It's just a beautiful, beautiful platform. Um, listen, tell us um, uh, about your uh, beautiful children, if you don't mind, and you certainly sure. don't have to say their names because sometimes uh, <laughs> they get quite upset about that. Not yours, your kids particularly, but... You know, uh, young people can get uh, thrown back by, yes. why did you say my name? But can you oh, th- tell us more about your support system, Tara, at home? Because, sure. of course, you have a fabulous husband who, oh, my God, is is just amazing and uh, extremely successful. And I think it's, it's all helpful when you have a balance with that, too.
2: Right, right. Well, I mean, I think as far as my husband goes, I'd say the one of the qualities that he has is he's pretty self-assured. So he's yeah. never threatened by anything I'm doing. And so that really helps. I think sometimes when I hear the stories of not women that don't have the supportive spouse, it might be because of that spouse not having, you know, his own, you know, ducks in a row maybe right, about his wife.
1: Insecure. That insecure is yeah. just, oof, very strong. Yeah.
2: Uh, but I have I have three great children. I have I have a, a daughter who is a, a senior in high school, so we're going through the whole college process, which is <laughs> a really interesting time because she's got to really dive down deep and figure out who she is because she's now
1: got requirements to kind of show the world. Her yeah, but well, she has a great leader. But hold yeah. it uh, for a moment. Uh, uh, we're going to come back and uh, hear more about your your family and what great support you have and what support you're offering them. I hear the music and we're going to have to break we're speaking with tara Gilvar. she is the founder and ceo of big we're so happy and proud to have her with us today we'll be back in a moment thank you
0: Practical, actionable leadership insights are the focus of leadership development news. Hosted each Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, by Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler on the Voice America Business Channel. Doctors Greenberg and Nadler, who coach global leaders on how to be most effective, will share their insights and contacts. The path to leadership excellence begins here. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. tuned in to the Wellness Lounge a step further with host Desiree Watson. To find out more about our programs, please visit our website at www.wellnessinteractive.com. That's wellnessinteractive.com. Now, back to the show.
1: Thanks for joining us again. We're speaking with Tara Gilbar, founder and CEO of BIG. And uh, we were just speaking about uh, your beautiful family. Uh, you have uh, three children and uh, i think you were uh, uh, speaking to us about um your daughter who is a senior
2: right right so so my daughter's a senior so she's going through kind of uh, internal uh a so, film so trying to figure out who she is on the inside so she can showcase herself to all the colleges out there and want them to want her. But it's it's a similar struggle. I mean, I watch her do it. It's what we've been doing in BIG for for the last five years is keep exploring internally. Who am mm-hmm. I? Who do I want to be? Where do I want right. to be this part of my life? Wow. Um, my middle is a is a boy who's 15 and i think that he's got a a, a huge sensitivity being sandwiched between two sisters yes! and, and, a, and a mother who uh who doesn't let him know that you know that we're here um and and i think what's important for for him is to to recognize the 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 intelligence and strength of women and 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 take that with wow. him into the next part of his life and then i have a very uh, spirited uh Twelve-year-old who, um, you know, she's she's gonna set the world on fire whether they like it or not. Um, and I, and I, I mean, the one story I'll tell you that was that was really showcased kind of what uh, what I was hoping to get out of what we're doing with my children was when we first started, um, really started wasn't even basically a, a full concept yet at big. Um, I went to Vista Print, which was the online, and ordered business cards and and put you know CEO and founder on the business. <laughs> Card. I mean, I don't know what I was the CEO and founder of yet, but that was what I was going to be. <laughs> and my daughter was young. She was like eight or nine, and we went to a restaurant, and there was a line in the restaurant, and we, I told her we had to wait for about 20 minutes for our table. And she said, Mom, go up there and show them your business card and tell them who you are. Oh, my goodness. I love it. <laughs> yeah. And, oh, I Beautiful. mean, it was so precious because, you know, that's, that's I, I think it was the first time I ever felt that she felt I was important. You Yes. Know? <laughs>
1: yes. I, I just love this because I think, you know, it's so important for them, especially the girls, to see us. You know, in poor tin, no matter what it is
2: <laughs> you know yeah, i mean I uh, think we we might have had like four members at the time but well, hey i I,
1: <laughs> I think they really love it i I really do my my uh younger what she's a senior in college uh she said one day now everyone who knows me, I'm in bed. I, I'm a, I, I just go to bed early. I love it. I, unless, of course, I have something to do, but I'm in bed like by eight thirty, nine o'clock, but I'm up so early in the morning. And so one of my girlfriends said to me once, you do more before 12 than people do in a year. And I said, yeah. what do you mean by that? But bottom line is I just get a lot of things done. So I did that because, as you know, you you have to do the pick up, drop off, you know, all of these things, and you maybe you have to volunteer. So, bottom line, my daughter walks in one day, the younger one, the age at the time she was the age of your daughter, and she says she sees me. She goes. So what did you do all day? <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa,
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: It was really hard to explain to her that I had done a hundred things before yeah. she got home. So, you know, I too went out and just, I said, okay, I'm going to start taking her to things that I'm doing. Here. I'm yeah. going to show her that, yes, we are, you know, empowered to do things. Yeah. I love that story about your daughter. We constantly yeah. have to feed them. And it's so great that they get it, you know. They get it in a big way, like, oh, okay, yeah. my mom is important. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> or I mean, she's not and important have- because she's sitting down, and I don't know what she did before 12. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we have to be careful <laughs> with that for sure. But um, you have a great support from your, your husband. Uh, uh, I think you, you just mentioned, but I, I have to say this in that um, – not uh, we're not all in uh, the same place at any given time as as you know and everybody else knows that, you know we may be going through relationships that are tough at times but um and we may be going through uh divorces separations all of that and so uh my pastor said something which I thought was great because I love uh the first lady his wife and uh I actually interviewed him on the show and and he said you know uh half of everything is really just the person you uh, marry or the person you're having that relationship with. And I thought that was uh, absolutely yeah. real and beautiful. And so uh, that person, uh, or what's your feel about that, that person well, really yeah, offering I mean, that balance for you?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think it's really important, although I will tell you based on what you just said, I mean, there's a lot of people out there who don't have that um, you know, structured family support system, you Mm -hmm. know, and it's all the more reason why they need to surround themselves with positive, um, supportive people whether you can Mm -hmm. you can fill your cup there's enough women and there's enough people out there that want to fill your cup with positivity and and support and who want to see the goodness in you and want to see your value and unfortunately if you are only surrounded by people that may you know if either they're they don't live in your home with you or you can't find them a lot of times what in the businesses that are the women that are working in the businesses that i'm um, helping with, they're solopreneurs, so they spend a lot of time by themselves mm-hmm. in their home, um, mm-hmm. whether it's because they don't have a spouse or because their family's away during the day or, or what have you, and that's the time when they need the support, so right. the beautiful part of, of groups like Big or even, Desiree, your beautiful wellness lounges is that that's, that giving them a place of tranquility and serenity mm. and surrounding them with positive people. There's enough mm-hmm. bad things and negative comments you can get out there in yeah. the outside world. So put yourself in environments with people that are trying to build you up, not tear you down, whoever right. those people are. Yes. And, you know, and one of my members just wrote a book called Replenish, and I think that's mm. kind of the word, replenish mm-hmm. yourself, you mm. know.
1: Oh, beautiful! Oh my goodness! Yes, and and I, I must say I'm so excited about uh, your uh, chapter here, your local chapter having uh, their meetings at our Wellness Lounge. Oh, at, we uh, are too, South Orange Avenue, and oh, you know yes. I, I can't think of a, a better group. I mean, we've we've got a number of groups that uh, come in, and they're also fabulous. They're uh, female organizations, but this is just uh, absolutely. Beautiful and it's going to be amazing because they're business uh, women and entrepreneurs and, you know, they're looking for that space uh, to, as you mentioned, just to have a, a really calming uh, support the system away from home. It's, it's always beautiful. So listen, uh, tell us about your website and where uh, uh, other women or anyone can find you all. Sure. Uh, you have an interactive website, I believe too.
2: We do. We do. So so just so that, to go back to what our name is, it's easier to remember. It's BelieveInspireGrow.com is our website. And the reason it's named that is because the first thing we want you to do is believe in yourself and, and get to the belief that you have something to va- valuable valuable and, and that your business has a great thing that people should believe in. And so that's the premise of Believe Inspire. Mm-hmm. The word is, you know, we want to be inspired by each other and we want to be able to, you know, Basically, light that spirit inside of you that makes you want to get up every day and do what you're doing. And then mm. the grow part of, it, of the word is is grow emotionally, spiritually, physically, grow your business uh, financially, all of those elements of growth. And so that's the name of the organization and the website is Believe, Inspire, Grow. Um, we have the ability to go wherever we have great leaders who want to take us, and that can be anywhere in the world. Mm. Um, We need women who want to step up and bring this to their communities. It's a very turnkey way to do it. We have a system. If anyone's interested in bringing it to their local community, we have 20-plus groups in New Jersey. We're in Massachusetts. We're in Connecticut. We're in Chicago. We're starting in Baltimore. We're starting in the uh, D.C. area and Pittsburgh. Wow. um, Out in California. But we just are recently engaged with a wonderful organization, and this is a whole other uh, story that I – Think that women should explore. There's a magazine called uh, FabWomenInBusiness.com, mm-hmm. and it's based out of London. And they they are they're a publishing uh, magazine that talks a lot about the same things we talked about here today in a magazine format. And they are going gangbusters all throughout England and India, and mm. uh, they haven't even really come to the United States yet. But it, the idea here is that. What this is doing for women is a global, uh, fills a global need. It doesn't matter where you live in the world. There are smart women that can help and empower each other to get to the goals that they want. And we just need to provide these environments and give them the education on the parts of business that they don't have. So, you know, you're not supposed to grow you know, come out of your mother's womb and understand social media, you know, right? so so it's okay if you don't know it. (laughs) Oh, so you know, and if whatever you knew yesterday is changed by tomorrow. So you know, th- this continuous education is something that a lot of women say, "Oh, I I don't know this, so therefore I can't move forward." The reality is, somebody knows more about it than you do, and you exactly. know something about about you know something about something that they need to know. And exactly. if we share our education with each other, that's the next thing. And then if we just work together to go and and grow, I mean, a lot of this there's a whole money. Emotional thing about money that that we could talk about in another time, but women have to use money as a way to validate success too, because as I mentioned before, it's a very important fuel to get to your goals. So, you know, yes, we do volunteer work, yes, we do all this altruistic um, stuff, which is wonderful for society, but if it's mm-hmm. not giving you fuel mm-hmm. to make personal choices, then wow. you're really sabotaging
1: yourself. Oh wow so beautifully said and and just creating that whole legacy for women and young girls to know that uh they are empowered uh, with uh business and and whatever else they want to do in life i think that's yeah. uh, uh that's amazing you know, can you tell us uh, a little about your calendar and what's coming up uh, tara sure yeah we have a lot of
2: exciting things and it's open to anyone who's who wants to come so so on our website BelieveInspireGrow.com you'll see a calendar listing of all of our events in all the states and you can click on there and there'll be a listing of all the meetings that we have. We have leaders in each market and the leaders basically run their own little community what we call pods because pods are places where intelligent creatures gather to circumvent (laughs) obstacles (laughs) and actually it's only the female version of those uh, (laughs) creatures like dolphins and whales that that, that stay together Um, and so our pod meet Meetings happen on fifty markets, fifty markets every month. So we have regular fifty um, meetings, fifty times a month. Wow! Um, and then, we, but the, our exciting thing is that we're very excited about is number one, like you mentioned, the the pod that's coming to your office. And I got an email from our leader that said she's going to be the envy of all the other groups having the, it at your site. So they're <laughs> they're going to compete against who can come into your space. Um, and they're but always I know,
1: welcome. Everywhere. Thank you. <laughs>
2: (laughs) But our big exciting is that excitement right now is our plan for our annual conference, which is going to be on November 14th. Mm -hmm. It's going to be in New Jersey and it's the theme of the conference is because you're worth it. And it really is a day for women to learn and get educated and feel valid and important and learn all different things about their worth, self-worth, their financial worth, their business worth. Uh, we're even going to have a uh, fashion show by Worth Clothing. So it's got all the factors that women would
1: want. You know? Oh my goodness! Beautiful. So, uh, put that on your calendar, November fourteenth. Uh, oh wait, Tara, where's that going to be? Well, go to the website as you said. You will, and, ro- and you're going to be on so the. Wow, we get we have great we have great speakers, including you, Desiree, coming oh, to that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I'm excited about uh, uh, being able to share on on uh, uh, that particular platform, the conference. I think it's it's. Uh, I'm looking at it. It's just empowering. So. I'll be there, and I hope uh, that uh, if you're uh, local or just regional, just uh, come on down to New Jersey or up to New Jersey and uh, um, share in big Believe, Inspire, Grow. Tara, I want to thank you so much for thank sharing you, so much uh, great information with us today. And uh, I hope you come back. I want you oh, to come back because uh, what you're doing, uh, I just know that uh, – you're going to get uh, so many people or so many women uh, that are interested uh, all over the country and all over the world. And, again, we thank Tara Gilbert, founder and CEO of uh, BIG. And we will we'll hopefully uh, have her back soon. And please tune in next uh, Monday with uh a step further. It's our wellness lounge a step further, taking it a step further. You can always find us on uh, Facebook or Twitter, uh, hashtag wellnessint. And uh, we look forward to engaging you again with uh, another amazing guest. Thanks, Tara.
2: Thank you, Desiree.
0: Thank you so much for joining us this week for the Wellness Lounge, a step further. Please tune in next Monday morning at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another great show featuring your host, Desiree Watson. We'll continue to show you how to incorporate a wellness lifestyle and live a better life.